You've probably seen him uh, rocking his mega hat on airplanes. And uh, he's just crazy, man. I love this man, and I'm grateful. And I love him not because of his, just his boldness and his courage, but he's a Holy Ghost, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, <laughs> prophesying man of God. Let's welcome David Harris, Jr. Thank you, Sean. Good morning. Are you kidding me? For those that know, that's kind of become one of my catchphrases. I didn't mean to happen, but anybody in here not familiar with me? Let me see. Let me see. How many new people? Awesome. Oh, thank you. Well, that's awesome. And for those of you that do know who I am, thank you so much for uh, your support and encouragement. I do what I do because of you and because of hearing that the messages that I speak and the things that I say are reaching people. So, Sean, thank you so much, brother, for the opportunity to speak this morning. Uh, such an amazing young man. I say young because you're younger than me, but you still look like a kid with your long hair. I mean, just long-haired hippie, just tearing up the country with the gospel, right? Love you and your family. So, uh, I was at the smaller event last night um, that, that Sean had. And I gotta tell you, it just wrecked me. Understanding what's taking place in our country right now, the betrayal that so many of us feel, the hurt and the heartache that our veterans feel, that our service men and women feel, that our active military are feeling. It's heavy. I don't know if I'm the only one that's been carrying that and trying to fight that off. Anybody else in here battling that kind of heaviness? And then in comes Sean. You want to come speak at this thing? I'm like, yeah, Sean, I love you, brother. Love to come do that. Was not prepared to see how God has called Sean to this and was there in his corner when, his, when he was running for Congress and there when it didn't happen and just let him know that, hey, our Papa is able to cause all things to work together for our good. That's one of my life anchor verses. Because how many of you know, we go through some stuff, stuff's been done to us, we've done stuff that have gotten ourselves into pretty sticky situations where we don't feel very good, either by our own choices or somebody else's. And sometimes it can be hard to believe or see through the trees and believe that something good can come out of that. But how many of you know, our Papa can make beauty out of ashes. He's pretty good at that. So I had something else I was gonna talk about. And then last night I just got wrecked. I got absolutely wrecked. 
and gave a big old seed, actually the biggest seed I've ever given for what I see and believe God is doing through Let Us Worship. And you guys are all a part of that. I kept hearing remnant. I kept hearing remnant. I actually had the opportunity about three years ago, I get a chance to travel the country and speak. I get invited to speak at rallies, political rallies and events, because people see my videos. I still remember that time I got bumped up to first class because I've traveled so much, and I would always wear my, my MAGA hat. For me, it was a statement. Okay, the mainstream media is gonna say, black folks hate Donald Trump, and they don't support him. So I felt it was my mission to show the world, yes, some of us do, and I'm proud of it. Not because he's all the amazing things that Rob McCoy shared, the media mogul, tel hit television show, the billionaire, not for those reasons, but because of his policies, because of his stance on religious liberty, and ultimately for me, his stance on life. Oh, how I wish the body of Christ would just unite on that one issue, on that one issue. So I get invited to travel the country and speak at rallies, political rallies. More recently, the doors have opened up. I'm now going to churches, which I love. I love it all, but I remember being on this, in this very room about three years ago, and it was a political rally, and it was a Trump deplorable tour thing. And the room was about this full. It was a packed house, and I was the keynote. I was the last person to come up and speak, and I was just praying, Papa, what do you want me to say? Papa, don't we have such a good Papa? He's such a good daddy. He loves his kids. He hasn't left us or forsaken us in this moment. He's with us. At the end of the, the speech, my talk, I just felt compelled to ask how many believers were in the room. And this was not a Christian event. This was a deplorable event. But probably 75% of the room raised their hand. And I said, that is the tie that unites us. That's the bond that unites us. And it was three years ago that I felt like God said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. And when that becomes a unifying prayer through the body of Christ in this nation, he will hear from heaven and he will heal our land. I had the opportunity to pray. It was funny, I walked in the back and this young lady was singing a worship song that I knew very well. A song that we sing at Bethel a lot. Anybody here familiar with Bethel Church? That's our home church. My wife and I were in youth group with Banning Leapshire that started Jesus Culture. So before all of that, we were in youth group with Banning. And then we were there the very first night Bill Johnson came and spoke. Anybody heard Bill speak? Yeah. 
love that man. He's such a good friend. And she was singing the song up here. They hadn't started yet. It was probably an hour or two before the event. And I just felt God's presence on it so strong. And I said, when are you singing that during the event? She said, I, I didn't have a time to sing it. I'm just singing it. I said, I want you to sing that at the end of my speech. She said, okay. Again, this is a political event. I just want to let you know what Papa's doing. So I go through and share and talk about some of my things that have happened, wearing my hat on the airplane, get back to that story real quick, for those of you who haven't seen it, bumped up to first class, wearing my Make America Great Again hat, just smiling. We got to smile, right? I think there's a reason miserable rhymes with liberal. Oh, did I just say that? Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Anyway, there, don't they allow, there seems to be a lot of misery, right? A lot of miserable people. Why? Now, we're people of the kingdom. Well, a third of the kingdom is joy. A third of the kingdom is joy. So I make sure when I'm wearing my MAGA hat, I'm just smiling at people walking by. Hi, welcome. What time? Flight attendant saying, welcome aboard, thank you for coming. And then they hit me, I'd say, welcome aboard, thank you for coming. I wanted to make sure they saw me and saw my hat. It's funny, some of the double takes too, they'd look at me, they'd look at my hat, they'd look at me, they'd look at my hat. <laughs> yes, black Trump supporters do exist. <laughs> so I started capturing that on video, video of me, and you'd see the people walking by. And then after everybody walked by me, I realized, well, my hat's facing this way, and they're all behind me. So I said, let me turn it around to the back so they can see this all the way to wherever we were going. <laughs> then I added a little editing, because I wasn't saying anything in the video, so I added the text explaining why I did it. And wouldn't you know it, I had just left D.C., just left the White House, was at the Social Media Influencer Summit, and once my airplane hit the altitude where Wi-Fi, you could connect to Wi-Fi, I turned my Wi-Fi on and my phone started blowing up. Ding, 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 ding. I'm like, what the heck is going on? My friend said, you just got the trifecta. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, President Trump just posted you on his Instagram. Posted you on his Twitter and posted you on his Facebook. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> so it's been fun being able to just be who I am. And after Papa wrecked me last night at Sean's event, and I was praying about this morning, I heard Papa say, David, just be who you are. Yes. How many of you know our daddy is looking for us? To just be who he's called us to be. Who he's handcrafted you to be. And can I tell you that when you know who you are, and you know whose you are, and you know how he made you, 
You're not being courageous. You're just being yourself. When I'm confident in my father and I know who's with me and in me, what do I have to fear? Should I fear people? Are they bigger than God? Are they bigger than our daddy? I call him daddy because I had an encounter. Anybody in here had an encounter with God that you couldn't explain? You just, it took you to another place. It took you to another level of intimacy with him. Anybody had that? Let me see. Let me see. For those that haven't, look around. So you know I'm not crazy when I tell you I had an encounter. I had an encounter. And in this encounter, I was praising, I was worshiping. How many of you have a secret place? You should all have a secret place. And what do I mean by that? It's a place that you get along with God. It's just you and him, and you go after his presence. I turn on worship. It's just me and him. I'm there just, I'm not there to ask him anything. I'm there to just glorify him and just praise him and thank him. And out of the abundance of my heart comes all the appreciation and thanks for all the stuff that I know he's gotten me out of and through, for all the things that he's done when I didn't deserve it, and just adore him and bless him and honor him. And I was worshiping him, listening to worship music. I think it was Jesus culture, actually. I was listening to worship music. And I saw myself, I don't know about you, but when I worship, I have my eyes closed because God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So for me, it's like, I don't need my eyes open because he's not in the natural. So I'm worshiping him and I've got my eyes closed. And I'm sharing this with all of you because I believe that it's, it's a present, it's a gift. Faith comes by hearing. When you hear what God did for somebody else, you can have the faith to ask for that, right? Every testimony is a prophecy because what God did for somebody else, he'll do for you. So I was in my secret place, I'm worshiping. I'm praising him. I'm worshiping him. And then with my eyes closed, I see myself pull myself up on this big suspended platform. It's like glass. And I'm standing on it. I'm standing on this suspended platform. And I see myself there. And then in the distance, it seems like it's about 100 yards away, I see the Father sitting on his throne. And my spirit recognized him as my father. Not just the father, but my father. And I begin to shout, that's my father! That's my father! That's my father! It was like this long-lost relationship of a father and son that had been separated for a hundred years. That I had a revelation of, that's my father. That's my father. This erupted, this happened for about five or six minutes. 
And then I saw standing next to him, I saw Jesus standing next to him, and it started all over again. I began to shout, that's my brother! That's my brother! Yeshua, you're my brother! And I had this amazing revelation of Jesus, the Son of God, the King of Kings. Not just the Son, but my brother. He's your brother. He's our big brother. And it was a whole new revelation of being grafted into the family of God. A new identity, a greater awareness of the identity that I have, that I believe we all should have as sons and daughters in the kingdom. And friends, I'm telling you, whatever encounter God gives you, you will not leave that encounter the same. You'll never be the same. So as this is, I believe, a large part of the remnant of who God needs to bring revival and change in America, we all need to be asking, God, give us an encounter. Give us an encounter. Stand up right now. If you want to encounter God like you never have before, just ask him right now. Ask him right now, and I'm going to agree with you. Father, you're so, so good. You are so good, Daddy. You're so good, Jesus. Father, right now, we ask for encounters. We ask you to encounter us like never before, God. We ask you to encounter us like never before, God. Let us encounter your heart, God. Let us encounter your heart. Take us to a new level of intimacy with you. Take us to a new level of intimacy with you. God, I ask for every person asking right now, give them a fresh hunger, a new hunger, a revived hunger that stops out all the depression of the enemy, that stops over all the lies of the enemy, that gets us to look over what the enemy is trying to do to see what you are doing. Make us hungry, Father. Make us hungry to be who you created us to be. Give us an encounter with you, God. Give us an encounter for every person asking. I pray encounters. Give them an encounter. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So how do we become who God's called us to be? We've got to encounter his presence. We've got to seek to get in his presence Every single day. Like food, you eat. This body, it eats every day. You put something in it every day. When we seek to get into God's presence, Papa's presence, and let him feed and guide us and, and speak to our spirit, we'll become the change agents. We'll be in the right place at the right time. We'll know that no matter what's happened in our past, it's not going to block us from what God has for us in our future. And I'm speaking that to you. Some of you in here feel like you've missed it. You feel like you're, you're, you're passerbyers. You're watching from a distance. I want to tell you right now, that's a lie. You are in the fight. You are right where you're supposed to be. You are right where you're supposed to be. And God has a plan for you. He has a purpose. He's got connections that will blow your mind. He's got doors that he plans to open for you that you could have never dreamed possible. 
I've met with the president 11 times. I'm getting ready to interview him in three weeks. Are you kidding me? I could have never dreamed for any of that. And I'm nobody special. I just try to say yes to God. I just try to say yes to God. Say yes. Be the catalyst that God's created you to be. Encourage other people to get in this fight. Our brothers and sisters in Christ are asleep if they're supporting a party that supports destructively tearing apart babies. They are asleep. They are under deception. We need to, we must wake up the body of Christ. So if there's a lettuce worship in your area, get to it. Bring your family, bring your friends, share it on social media. How many of you are on just one of the four big platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube? Raise your hand if you're on all four. Look around the room, friends. You know who's on all four? The enemy. You know who's on all four? Those that war against what we stand for. Well, I don't have time. It's, you don't have time to be in the battle? The battle is taking place right now. And how many of you in here have thought about making a video but haven't done it? I want to see your hand. Thought about making a video but haven't done it. I give you permission. Make the video. Make the video. I would make videos and they'd get 500, 1,000, maybe 2,000 views. There's one video right after the third debate between Trump and Hillary that I just couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. I said, I've got to speak out. Went viral, started this whole thing. Make the videos, support those that make the videos. Get on all platforms. Even if, even if it's just so you could show and support and share, let us worship. I 100% believe that what God is doing right now in this country, a big part, probably the catalyst for revival is gonna be let us worship. Yes. It's already started. And where God is taking you, Sean, and your team is going to revolutionize the way church is done in America. I feel that. It's going to completely change it. And we are all a part of it. Amen? Amen. God bless you.